It's so hard to say goodbye to what we had. The good times that made us laugh outweigh the bad. That's how we'll start today. Not a usual start to a show, Monday, January 27th, because yesterday was an unusual and tragic day, and that 57 seconds of audio from Alicia Keys and Boys to Men, who I guess serendipitously, fortunately, were there for the evening anyway, as you might have seen during the Grammys, to... Uh, to honor and acknowledge the death of Kobe Bryant, but that was that was Sunday in one minute. Uh, the Grammys and the death of one of the greatest NBA players of all time. Good morning. It's 5.36 on Monday, January 27th. Uh, again, not a usual start to the show, so we'll be, we'll be off ourselves here because we don't have our music. By the way, um, in the laundry list of Grammy winners last night, which we'll get to throughout the morning, our guy who is now uh, like heavily featured in our, in our openers, Gary Clark Jr., mm-hmm. I think he won three Grammys. He, he was amazing. Last Let's catch night. on. Let's catch on. Uh, today, uh, as we get back to, to kind of normal here and giving you the rundown of the show, uh, we'll get to a Monday's Manic Music Mix a little bit after 6 o'clock. 7 o'clock this morning, we're going to welcome in our new sponsor to the show. Jeffrey Mann Fine Jewelers is now a sponsor of the show, and we're glad to have uh, Jeffrey on board. We had a great interview with him at Coach for Kids, mm-hmm. and Jeff is now a sponsor of the show, and you can also check out a contest we have uh, to win a, a great prize on our website, q1055.com. You can do that right now. A really great prize from Jeff and Janet Mid will be here to do readings for you. Free astrological readings in the 8 o'clock hour. If you miss any part of the show, please get the podcast. Text Eric to 419-240-1055. You can text that number anytime to be a part of the show. You can also call in when we're looking for you as well, like for Janet Amid. Good morning. It's Eric Chase on a somber Monday at 538 and the one and only Floyd. Hey. Hello. We'll get to all of this over the course of the show this morning. Um, You know nothing surprises me. Yes. Yesterday afternoon, it was 2.15 or so. Mm -hmm. uh, There was a post from the George Washington High School 20th Reunion Facebook group that I'm a part of. Okay. That's where I went to high school. Okay. George Washington High School in, in Philadelphia. And it said, Rip Kobe. I'm like, what's going on? Did he go there too? Or he's just from Philadelphia? Kobe Bryant is from right outside Philadelphia. Okay. What what would be, it it would be 
Perrysburg to Toledo. Oh, okay. So he, ba- neighbors. He went to to, the, to Lower Marion High School. He was uh, one year ahead of me. He graduated in 96 and mm-hmm. went on to the NBA. I graduated in 97. So I long knew who Kobe Bryant right. was because it was he was going to be the next great star. He was going to pass. Philadelphia has a great college basketball scene. Mm-hmm. Um, just like Detroit is hockey town. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philadelphia is known for, for their great college basketball teams. And he was going to bypass all of them to go directly to the NBA. Uh, but Philadelphia was his home. So I see that post and I go where I always go, Twitter. And son of a bitch, uh, helicopter crash. Uh, and it was from TMZ at the time. They were the only one confirming it. And we're long past them getting inaccurate info. Right. Come, since what, Michael Jackson? Uh, they've... They, I think they were the first ones to break the Whitney too. Like they're, they're always on. There's always a TMZ pod somewhere. We'll put it that way. Michael Jackson yeah. seemed to be the one where it was like, oh, they don't, they don't. This is not like junk on the internet. They oh, get yeah. these things right, and it, like everybody else, it was a. I couldn't believe it, but I could because I know the sadness of the world that we live in, and I don't want to recap the news of it all and. Uh, obviously, his daughter passed away, mm-hmm. Gianna, as well. I believe that's his oldest daughter. She's 13 years old, and we've all seen the pictures of that. I just wanted to share some of my thoughts because, again, there's there's somewhat of a, of a connection there because he grew up 20 minutes from where I right. was. And in a way, uh, he evoked a lot of strong feelings in me, and they weren't really positive feelings. As a high school athlete myself, not basketball, but baseball, mm. I, I was jealous I, I was envious, but I will say this after I had the fortune and misfortune of seeing this like just as it hit yesterday and I was trying to get things on our Facebook page, trying to get accurate things mm-hmm. on social media. Uh, and I would say that overall, from what I came across, people were mostly responsible yesterday in, in following this and, and getting the right info out there. Um, I, I underestimated the amount of people... Who, who Kobe Bryant touched and who knew him mm-hmm. because to me he's I've always been LeBron first there's yeah. there's two basketball athletes in my life above anybody else Michael Jordan and then LeBron James mm-hmm. and I had no idea that Kobe had the reach that he did with what I saw yesterday literally everyone like you're not a sports person mm-hmm. uh, there are other people in my life who are not sports people and granted you know I don't like it like I used to right I don't follow it like I used to but it is still an indelible backbone in my life especially with where Kobe Bryant got started I'm stunned at the amount of people who knew about him who knew the depths of his greatness and obviously once the family start started to percolate about this mm-hmm. um, it it truly touched him I I underestimated the reach of his popularity. And I knew that like, he's the, he is like the biggest thing in China where there's a bill, like every year after the season, he would go to China yeah. because his brand was, so, I had no idea he was so mega popular here. And for simple reasons, LeBron James played, you know, where you could turn on a basketball game every night and see him at eight o'clock if, right. you, if you wanted to. Um, Kobe Bryant was on the West coast. Uh, if you stayed up to watch his games, if you stayed up, they were, they were late. And yeah. Kobe Kobe became more personable after he retired. Um, he was very aloof, and he is a renaissance man. He grew up in Italy because his dad was also a professional basketball player, mm. but mostly overseas. Kobe was like 
one of the pinnacles of human existence. That's why you see now all these other interests that he has. Obviously, the Mamba brand is nicknamed, um, coaching his, his daughter and things like that, but winning an Academy and Award, uh, mm-hmm. winning an Academy Award, he's written as well. A year after he retired. Yeah, he has so many interests beyond just basketball. But there is one thing I will always that will he will be legendary for me, for me in my mind. And and again, I'm always Michael Jordan and LeBron. I wanted mm-hmm. LeBron to get past Kobe to be on par with Jordan, and I don't know if he's going to get that sixth title. Kobe right. is five, maybe he will. Um, but much like Michael Jordan, what drove both of them was their unstoppable drive to not beat you but to eviscerate you, to literally (laughs) eradicate you from existence. There is no fiercer competitor than Michael Jordan, and then Kobe modeled himself such after that. And to me, again, during his career, he wasn't personable. He wasn't likable, because the only thing that he liked was winning. It was winning. And that's admirable. But again, I underestimated, it's it's a terrible, sad, tragic day, but I underestimated the reach of Kobe Bryant and his popularity and that's my monologue. I don't sport, so I'm I'm the the ignorant voice of the show. So um, for me, he was he was first off a sports athlete, and then I went down the rabbit hole of like learning everything about him last night. As with anyone who doesn't know much about someone, like when you see someone who passed, like, he did a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like in the dynamic between him and his daughter and. Also, in that respect, the other families on there, like, it's just, it's a sad situation, but it's it's sad that he has to be the face of this tragedy because... Other people died as well. Uh, they, they did. It, like, families are no longer with us, but he's a billboard because it would be different if, like, John Doe and Jane Doe lost their lives. Like, who's that? But, like, Kobe now, like, we all went down this rabbit hole, but, like, his... um. Love for his family and his daughters struck me hard because my nephew and her were the same age. You know what I mean? They, this could have been anyone. So I think it hit me more on a personal level of like of the daughter because like that's a child and she seemed very much a daddy's girl because I I've seen those memes on Facebook. Him and his daughter. I'm like, well, oh, it's a Kobe meme. You know what I mean? And then actually seeing the videos with it. So it's a sad tragedy. And for me, like going down this rabbit hole, he was a a good person from what I understood. And everyone seemed to like him, like seemed to like him. And it's just, it's horrible that even the, what's the, the, whatever chief fire department person, the chief, like the family had to find out the news through TMZ, like via some reports. And this is all the internet. So you can't believe it. Apparently someone in his camp had to call the police department to be like, is this true? Like they had to get it secondhand. So it's just, the way of the world and it's it's a loss for all sports athletes i was watching the pro bowl yesterday mr i don't sport but i was like nothing was on tv and then the pro bowl was like the whole stadium had a moment of silence i was like like i said ignorant person of the show i was like is it really that deep and then went down the rabbit hole i said oh he did some amazing things because like i said i don't sport i have some other things to dive into kind of sports related but Today and personal to me again, having where I grew up, and where, mm-hmm. this, this is my like home. firsthand. Yeah, for sure, this is my home. But Philadelphia will always be a part of my lifeblood. Some other thoughts. Let's get to those in, in a couple of minutes, and we'll slowly transition to also what happened. A mega night for Billie Eilish last night at the Grammys. It was a high evening for her and also Alicia Keys. 
More next on the morning reboot. It's Q105. Good morning. She just wants to be. Good morning. It's 5.50 on the morning reboot. We're glad you're here to start your Monday morning with us. Again, we welcome a new sponsor to the show, Jeffrey Mann Fine Jewelers. Good morning, Q105. It's Eric and Floyd, 419-240-1055. It's it's eerie how all of this ties together uh, conveniently. So Saturday night, the Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron James... We're in, of all places, Philadelphia mm-hmm. for a national TV game where LeBron James passed Kobe Bryant on the all-time scoring list. I believe he's now third, and that bumps Kobe to fourth. Kobe tweeted uh, congratulations, essentially, uh, that evening on Saturday, and that was his last tweet. As all this stuff is unfolding yesterday, um, it was the TMZ report about Kobe's death, and then there were other news sources, not confirming it, but but certainly getting the news out there. And we're all on edge wondering what's true, what's not. Somebody said TMZ got hacked. You can't get to their website. But then again, there's probably so much traffic going there. Right. Um, no, no confirmation aside from TMZ. And then I'm thinking to myself, there's been enough online activity now for Kobe to give us a, I'm good if this were if this mm-hmm. weren't real. Excuse me, yes. And I checked at that point. This is maybe a half an hour into this, and it was still the tweet from last night, him congratulating uh, LeBron. So that that's when my stomach kind of sank. Um, again, my sports moment the the blood in my body from where I'm I'm from, and again the thing that connects me most to my dad's sports. In 2001, I think it was the Lakers. They had a run of three straight championships. It was Kobe and Shaq. Mm-hmm. And I forget if it was their second or their third. And in the summer of 2001, um, surprisingly, the Sixers, and you remember Allen Iverson with yes. the cornrows? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sixers went into Los Angeles and beat the Lakers in game one of NBA in the NBA Finals. Like, a mega upset like that. You might have you might have seen the meeting where Allen Iverson is stepping over the guy who eventually became the Cleveland Cavaliers coach, Tyron Lue. No, in L.A. Like it okay. shouldn't have happened. <laughs> and I was I was like I, I can't I can't believe this. Like the the indomitable Lakers, Kobe and Shaq. They lost the second game in Los Angeles. Okay, we're going back to Philly for three straight games. Kobe goes off in Game Three. And I think, and then the Sixers never won another game. They lost the series four to one, and the Lakers won that title in Philadelphia. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Kobe said during like the the speech he gave after the game, where in the euphoria was, I came to cut Philly's heart out. Oh, and that hit me. Twenty two year old Eric and 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 the the Philly son who went off to Los Angeles came back here and did just that. And right. after that, I. I Hated him, and I. I think years after that, he kind of apologized. He was a kid himself; he was right. twenty-three years old. And caught up in the moment of the game and winning, and yeah. representing the team and the city you live or work for. They should not have played those NBA games yesterday. I don't know if you saw it, but you had players. There were a couple of tributes, but you had players crying on the court, and everyone in the NBA, coach, player, everyone in the NBA was one of two things or both to Kobe. They were a friend mm-hmm. where they idolized him. Mm-hmm. You're thinking about players who grew up... Especially the new the new crop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And somebody said... some A guy that I follow, an NBA writer that I follow, I said, Kobe, the, 
the, the, the competitor that Kobe is would have wanted players to go out and play. And maybe, but those, those kids who, some of them are 19, 20 years old, 21 years old, were not emotionally ready to play basketball last night. I didn't follow many of the games, but there, were, there was a lot of crying from both players who have been in the league for 20 years and who have been in the, in the league for, you know, mm-hmm. 20 weeks. Um, this was uh, the starkest quote that I got. Uh, his name is Doc Rivers. He's the coach of the L.A. Clippers. Mm-hmm. He's, in, he's been around the NBA for years, and, and there is really no one more honest and candid. I had the opportunity to meet him several times when I was working in Orlando. Just like you'd never know he was an NBA coach because he was just so darn personal. Listen. Personable. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, I just don't have a lot to say. I, uh, the news is just devastating to everybody uh, who knew him, known him a long time. And, uh, You know, he, he just, he, mean, he means a lot to me, obviously. Um, you know, he was such a great opponent. First 20 seconds, he was trying to find himself and gather himself. Mm-hmm. Couldn't. And there weren't a lot of NBA games last night. Maybe there were like six or seven, but they shouldn't have played those games. There were guys ca- crying on the court. It was it was really a night. I mean, but in, in that respect, you have to do the, the theater thing of the show must go on. I think that's what, I think in the back of their mind, what you said earlier, like Kobe would want them to play, but like, it's hard as a spectator to be like, you you know you know they're struggling and there's a lot of heartache on the floor. But I think non sport person sports person, I think they did the right thing. But like I didn't watch it, I'm sure, and I did see the clips of like the um, professional teams playing. But they also, I don't know, while I was watching sports yesterday, the college basketball teams like they were playing differently, or maybe it was just it fe- it felt like there was just something. And this, like I said. From a non-sports person, I go, is, are sports like this? Like, it was just a very s- morbid, dark, slow-moving feel. And I was just like, okay. And this is, like I said, I heard it and I was just like, okay. Like, and I just brushed it off my shoulder. And then, like, watching it and then I said Probo, I was just like, this is weird. And my, and my only connection to Kobe Bryant is honestly balling up a paper ball, uh, balling up paper Throwing it to the garbage and randomly yelling in high school, Kobe. Yep. Like you know, and we all did that. I didn't even know what it was for, but like, let's fast forward almost twenty years later of me being out of high school. I'm like, oh, he impacted so many people, and I'm kind of mad that I wasn't in the moment of sports like everyone else knows back okay. in the day. But like, I was that person throw an air ball or do a shot of something, Kobe. Like we all did it. The world stopped yesterday. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> um. Sorry, we haven't gotten Grammys yet, so I promise we'll uh, we'll do that next. My favorite day of the year. Uh, perhaps the one of the high points of the evening. Mm. There were there were several. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll get to that and more, and we'll begin a uh, Monday as we always do uh, around the six fifteen or so. Monday's manic music mix. I feel stupid when I sing. Nobody's listening to me. 
610, the morning reboot, Q105, from last night's Grammys. Uh, Demi Lovato, anyone. Good morning, Q105, Eric and Floyd, 419-240-1055. I'd gone to bed um, by the time that hit last night, so I watched it this morning. Uh, She wrote that a couple of days before she went to rehab, I believe. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't get lyrics, but I get that one. She, I'm I'm an emotional wreck. I just posted a video of my reaction to it last night. Um... We get lost in like these, we think that they are these inhuman, perfect beings. And I, my personal story with Demi Lovato, kind of like with you with Kobe Bryant, before her OD, I had tickets to go see her in Atlantic City. which was going to kick off her like Cool for the Summer tour. Mm-hmm. And she had OD'd like that the day, the day before. And to actually know that these people are human, I don't know if anyone else feels this as regular Floyd who goes, works his three jobs, pays his taxes, struggling from one paycheck to a paycheck, actually being someone, to actually see that someone struggles and is still struggling and is fighting something, it kind of puts in perspective who I am as a person, that, like, my problems aren't as bad as I think they are. And she killed it last night, and, you know, the Grammys are my favorite night of the year. So it was a great return, and I just... I hope she stays on track because there is a group of fans, including myself, the number one in Northwest Ohio, cheering for her. So we'll do the music mix in a second. Did she start and stop that song? Yes, she started and Yeah. <laughs> that's the best way to put it. Um this is that that so that has been released as a single. I'm gonna guess it's on wherever you get your music. This okay. was the actual performance. No one hears me anymore. Can't really tell the difference. So great performance. She is an amazing vocalist. All right, I know we gotta do it, but like that that line there alone. Yeah. I a hundred million songs. I feel stupid when I sing, nobody's listening, which is funny, because like people stream her music. Like she feels alone and like oh, I'm not gonna get emotional today. I love her. It's amazing that and I talk about this all the time when I do my talks, how when you're dealing with impre- with dep- oppression, <laughs> oppression is bad too. When you're dealing with depression and anxiety and it's untreated, it just gets worse and worse. It 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 might subside briefly, but if untreated, it will it will get worse and worse. Uh, it's progressive, and I'm talking like six weeks, six months, six years. Um, but I tell people that the, the the depression and the anxiety creates a distorted reality. Mm-hmm. So we know that people are listening. Um, but your brain is telling you that right. no one is. And the other thing, regardless whether it's a, a mental health issue, a broken leg, Kobe Bryant tore his Achilles. Did you happen to see that video? No. He, he tore his Achilles and limped to the free throw line and made two free throws. Uh-huh. Whatever the, the milady is, uh, that illness uh, gets inside your head and tells you there's no one else that could possibly feel like I'm feeling like right now. And it's... And every time I I ask myself, why do I keep doing these talks? I can't give people help. I, I don't know what to prescribe. The, the things I give people, maybe they work, maybe they don't. Because I, I keep, when I tell that to myself, I flip it around and go, by me simply telling people the thoughts in my head, which I've been given a strength to do, it empowers other people to know that they're not alone, which is a great first step to them getting help. Mm-hmm. So, but... Though the issues will tell you, they will distort your reality, and it can be anything from 
substance problems to, to suicide. Yeah. Um, all right. Hard pivot to manic music. No, it's okay. You you had your Kobe moment. I had my Demi moment. I'm just like, whew. All right, so, let's do it. Here's your only hint. Um, it's oh, all geez. dudes. Oh, crap. You know, listen. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop. I was not mentally prepared. That doesn't count for one because I was totally talking. All right, let's go. Is one of them the Jonas Brothers? The yes. first one? Yeah. What is it? Ah. Here we go. Oh, the one is Tyle Cruz. <laughs> no. No, no. Oh, the third one. I know that. Jason Drulo. Mm-hmm. I, I, I will find out their songs. I'll get... Oh, this is bad because you know I don't. Come on, texters. Help oh, Floyd out. I know, and I have it up, people. 419-240-1055. Please help Floyd with the last one as well. Ready? Here we go. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, no. Quick thought before we get to a, a break here, and I'll play it one more time before we do that. Uh, the Jonas Brothers were great last night when they flashed to... Sophie Turner, uh, Priya, and, and the, the other, other girl. <laughs> I said the same thing last night. I'm thinking, <laughs> I, I, I had three thoughts pop through my head. I need this reality show of the six of them. Uh, Jesus, the, the other one is gorgeous. Not that I didn't know that already. And I want to know, you talk about like how you get inside your own head. Yeah. So you've got... A megastar from the biggest show of the 2010s, Sophie Turner. Yes. Priya, who is a Hollywood celebrity, but arguably a, a princess of a billion people in India. Yeah, and her career's starting off because she's doing all these movies. So, she, yeah, keep going. And, and you've got the girl from the Jonas reality show. Like, I wonder... Did you also notice that when they zoomed in them, they were, like, they were wives? They were just like... Or unimpressed. Like, like everyone well, was enjoying. Like it. everyone was like, yeah, but the other two were just like, oh, we have to hear this all the damn time. Like I, I in that moment, I was like, they're real people too. Like seeing the wise, they were just like, eh. I think, I think they were, in, I think that they were enjoying it. No, no, no. I mean, like as a fandom around them, they zoomed in on the girls and they were just like, those are our husbands. Priyanka like, seemed to be getting it pretty good, but she, but she loved that man though. Uh, one more time. All right. It's Jonas Brothers on there twice. Yeah. So the last was Jonas Brothers. Thank you, Texer. So it is Jonas Brothers, What a Man, the last one. Yeah. First one, Sucker. Yeah. And I, that Jason Drulo song is escaping me. Oh, I'm, I'm, there's one girl in there. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, She's the girl. second one because it sounds like Taylor Swift. It is. Boom! <laughs> 617, the morning reboot. Uh, a place at Franklin Park Mall, a restaurant where we've I've been a bunch, I think you as well, has closed uh, over the weekend. We'll get to that. And Perrysburg Dora is back on the radar next. That's the sound of if one of the biggest nights in Grammy's history and Floyd's disgust. <laughs> Good news, bad news, breaking news, fake news, local news, and even real news. And yeah. Just the news you need with the morning reboot with Eric Chase on Q105. Here we go again with Perrysburg Dora. It's like a uh, school levy. Not yeah, <laughs> not at Levis Commons, but again focused on downtown. Patrick Leahy, the owner of Stella's, um, 
On Louisiana, I've said the downtown group has been revising its original proposal since October in response to some concerns, and it made more sense to wait till the newly elected council was seated. Some of the revisions include offering wristbands to participating customers to prevent minors from having access to drinks, um, and expanding parameters from beyond Louisiana to West 2nd Street and Walnut to provide growth room for potential future restaurants. Another concern was about um, the trash this could create. Leahy said the group met with the city sanitation department and, de- and determined existing garbage cans downtown are likely to be adequate. If not, Leahy said participating businesses would be willing to change the bins themselves and add trash to the restaurants. And add trash to the restaurants. Trash. Uh, this is all from uh, the Blade. After meeting with the police chief, Leahy said foot and vehicle patrols should also be able to easily manage the district. Per- I mean, look, Perrysburg can only have one Dora. Okay, okay, so they've they've disca- discounted. They so lettuce commons isn't happening. It's out. It's out. So why not here? I mean, Sylvania has one in their downtown district. We have one. They just made some changes. This isn't running, is it? No. Um, no, no I'm just saying, like, it'll let's happen. keep up with the time. Exactly. You got to evolve as the world keeps spinning and. Our culture of drinking and having a good time and going out and stimulating and comedy, a comedy, and stimulating the economy. I can't talk. Economy is evolving. You got to keep up with the times. I just think it has to get through the bureaucratic red tape, and it it, it could be around. And I'm I'm not reporting this, this speculating. It could be around. Hopefully, I guess by spring. So, next of about sixty people uh, braved freezing temperatures and lots of clouds yesterday to march half mile along Adam Street. Um, about peace, justice, dignity, and above everything, unity for all. The YWCA I-Rise Coalition's annual Unity March was an event registered with the National Women's March, and it began with speakers at the Love Wall and ended at the Trinity Episcopal Church. Leaders from various local organizations spoke about discrimination, human trafficking, sexual harassment, reproductive rights, global warming, and much, much more. The YWCA this year will celebrate its 150th anniversary, empowering women and fighting to end Racism. Marchers wore pins and carried signs that said no war, respect LGBTQ rights, and vote for women. Um, the church's bell sounded cheerfully to welcome the marchers inside as they near the end of the route. Every time I go by that YWCA, mm-hmm. um, it's off of Monroe somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and the lines outside say, empowering women and fighting, race, fighting to end racism. Sometimes I transpose the words and, and I think... And fight, I, I, I read it as fighting women and empowering racism. <laughs> Don't do that. That's the way my brain works sometimes. No fighting. End it all. Um, an Ohio State lawmaker introduced legislation Thursday requiring all major and minor league baseball teams in the state to install protective netting from foul pole to foul pole. All pro teams. Muthens. Yeah. We talked about this briefly last year. Correct. Because somebody yes. got hit. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Muthens, Indians, Reds, Columbia. Tigers. No, that's in Detroit. Oh. Like the Columbus baseball team. John Patterson introduced the bill in his response to concern from a constituent blinded in one eye by a hard-hit foul ball, according to the Columbus Dispatch. Major League Baseball's commissioner, Rob Manfred, announced in December that protective netting in every park must extend substantially beyond the end of the dugout. He said seven teams will have netting from foul pole to foul pole. I'll reiterate what I said over the summertime. Um, everyone is... is plausibly in danger but this doesn't happen as much as you would think but i guess one is too many and while i think that it doesn't need to be up for the re- for the sheer math of it 
putting it up is not gonna is not gonna disrupt your viewing experience. No, no. Maybe maybe we'll be able to catch a foul ball every now and then. But so it's a law now, so it's happening. It's a proposal. Okay, 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 okay. So uh next up, Bar Louie closed over the weekend. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. Saturday. I'm shook. My friend Jessica, who used to work there, she was laid off. She works at one like outside of Columbus mm-hmm. or Dayton. Um so I guess Bar Louie um, has has shuttered lots of locations. I wonder if the one in Ann Arbor. That's one I used to go to a lot back in the day when we worked up there. I wonder if that one is still open. Perrysburg one will still be open. Um, if you go to Etsy, um, Catherine Hughes is the artist who has created CVS scarves. CVS receipt scarves. <laughs> uh, we know that um, CVS receipts have gone viral. They've replaced uh, window blinds. They've been uh, Halloween costumes. But now uh, Catherine Hughes is making them as scarves for 20 bucks. They measure 58 inches by 10 inches, and they look like the real thing. Um, sizes can vary just a little bit. Uh, if you're not a CVS shopper, but you're a Rite Aid fan, she has one for Rite Aid receipts as well. Um, she stresses the scarves are novelty items and won't save your life if you're stranded in Antarctica. <laughs> I think it's as genius and hilarious. I love it. Something else that happened over there. Some other closing, something. I'll think of it. Uh, 6.38, we'll dive deeper into the Grammys before 7 o'clock this morning on the Morning Reboot. Remember, 8.05, your first chance to win uh, with the national keyword, the $1,000 payoff. 8.05. 6.51, good morning. It's the Morning Reboot on Q105. A throwback there from Justin. Uh, it's Eric Chase and Floyd. We are proud to have a proud new sponsor on the show, Jeffrey Man Fine Jewelers. Jeff will be with us a little bit after 7.30 this morning to talk about a bunch of things, including a contest we have going on our website right now for Valentine's Day, Q1055.com. 8.05 today, your first national keyword of the day to win the $1,000 payoff. And in the 8 o'clock hour, Janet Amid will be here with us. Um, yesterday was a, a momentous uh tragic day but a celebration in the evening that began like this it's so hard to say goodbye to what we had the good times that made us laugh outweigh If Boys to Men would have done the whole song, there'd be a hot tub, there'd be a pool in my living room. I adore them. I same. And if you don't know, I mean, if I think everybody knows, they didn't just sing a song. They are from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. They went to the Creative and Performing Arts High School in Philadelphia, so they are Philadelphia through and through. I thought they snagged them for that. It's thinking they live in L.A. Mm-hmm. But I guess they were there to also perform later on in the evening with Charlie Wilson. And maybe the most talked about performance of the night. Absolutely. Just with the, the questions of what it was. This is Tyler, the creator, and Earthquake. And... It's the first time in my life 
So I know Tyler, the creator, because from like Twitter and social media uh-huh. thing, I've never listened to the eclectic type of music. He said it's kind of insulting that he won a rap award. His album won album, uh, rap album of the year, mm-hmm. Igor. I've, that's what, that's the first time I've, like I've had contact highs before. That's what hard drugs has to feel like. So here's the thing. I went, so... I know of him, but like that performance yesterday, I downloaded his whole. I downloaded his whole catalog. I enjoy the immense crap out of him. He. I was playing his music when I went to sleep last night. I set my alarm to Earthquake, which is my new favorite jam. I like him, and when he won his award. Ah. All right, so I don't know if I'm gonna be up here again. So bear with me. Um, damn, I don't got nothing prepared. Okay. One, to my mother, you did a great job raising this guy. <laughs> he wouldn't stop hugging his mom. Which was funny. Well, what I was, was going to say is when, so if you notice when he won his award, like security tried to hold this woman back and he like batted the security's head. And like, so randomly, I thought the same thing. This random woman, he goes, oh, for those guys, although this is my mom. And she's just bawling her eyes out. Kind of looks like my mom. I was like, we may be related. But yeah, but just, it was just great one moment. of the great, yeah, I'm honestly, like one of those overlooked moments because the performances truly did outweigh the speeches. But if we're talking about speeches, definitely one of the great speeches of the night. Uh, last week on Tacos and Trivia Tuesday, we mentioned that only, I think only two women have won six awards in one night, Adele mm-hmm. and Beyonce. Billie Eilish got damn close last night with four. Please sit down. Um, can I just say that I think Ariana deserves this? She did. Thank you, Next got me through ish. <laughs> and I think it deserves, like, more than anything in the world. I love you so much. Um, I'm not going to waste your time. I'm really not. I love you. Thank you for this. Thank you to the Recording Academy. Um, thank you again to our team, to our family, to the people that have supported us from the beginning. Um, to me, it's... We didn't write a speech for this because we didn't make this album to win a Grammy. We didn't think it would win anything ever. Um, we wrote an album about depression and suicidal thoughts and climate change and being the bad guy, whatever that means. And um, we stand up here confused and grateful. The uh, four <clears throat> most prestigious and competitive awards, uh, awards of the night. She won them all. Album, Record and Song of the Year, and Best New Artist. She was the first artist to sweep the top awards since Christopher Cross in 1981. Uh, oh, that's the guy sing sailing. Yes. And just the two of us. The show <laughs> opened with a Lizzo performance. She did Jerome, which she won a Grammy for. Because I love you. Oh, that was because I love you? Because I love okay, you. Okay, she won for Jerome. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, and she also won uh, shortly after. Unexpected. Really cool. This is but where I the F-bombs were. I want to say, you know, this whole week, you know, I'll be lost in my problems, stressed out. And then in an instant, all of that can go away and your priorities really shift. And today, all of my little problems that I thought were big as the world were gone. And I realized that there's people hurting right now and you guys create beautiful music. You guys create connectivity. And as I'm speaking to all of y'all in this room, we need to continue to reach out. This is the beginning of making music that moves people again, making music that feels, that liberates people. I was watching when streaming, and uh, since I pay for the All Access app now, <laughs> there was no I, was, I thought there was a skip, no, and I oh, thought there okay. was a skip, and I thought it was my stream, but she dropped a couple of big F-bombs, but uh, expected, and, and the two queens of the night, as expected, Billie Eilish and Lizzo, were mm-hmm. properly and appropriately decorated. 
Um, any other thoughts? Um, I have my little list right here, but like, I'll just say this: No one asked for the Blake Shelton Gwen Stefani duet. It was a train wreck. It was just I their like voices the don't, but their voices don't blend together live. I didn't listen to the rec- studio recording, so don't right. attack me. But let's not let's talk about the elephant in the room. I'm just I put it in bold print. Whatever Alicia Keys was on last night, I'm willing to try. I don't know if that's just her on-air persona, but it was just like a sloth. And you guys, this is for love and Kobe and Nipsey and these are my babies over here. It's, she sounds like that talking monologue in her song where the one's like, mm-hmm. you know, my, my, my manager You don't said, know my name. Yeah. My manager said I shouldn't give you cream, but I give you two pours. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, do you just talk like that? Like, if this is her not high, I said it. Her life is just so boring. I took it the other way. <laughs> I was like, girl, what are you on? I was thinking. I wasn't mad about it, but I was like, girl. We were thinking this at the same time. I was thinking, good for her, because she's having a, she's, she's enjoying herself. <laughs> and then you tweeted, whatever she's high on, I want some. I want and I took some. it as she was the kind of high person who was laughing at her own jokes that weren't that funny. <laughs> she was. And I, and I said this off air every time. And I. And I'm all for Alicia Keys hosting the Grammys. It's when she does it, it doesn't seem boring, even though she's not really giving me funny content like a like a like a comedian would do. But like when she would make her jokes, she would just be like, "Whoo, it's for love, y'all." The Cardi B joke, yeah, <laughs> nowhere. But she just, but she caught it. She's like, "Y'all, it's about love. It's love." Like as I'm saying love, like I have to squint my eyes because that's what she was doing. Although, did anyone else catch last night that she had put a little makeup on for a performance but then took it right off? They put a little eyeshadow and lips on her. You know who really enjoyed Alicia Keys? Because this may be the last time he's ever there. Louis Capaldi. Listen, why does he look like everyone's disheveled uncle who's been drunk for years? But I love him. Like the Igor version of Ed Sheeran? <laughs> for sure. 7 o'clock with the morning reboot. Demi also had a big night. We'll play that song if you didn't hear it. Or if you'd like to hear it again. You've got good taste in music. We'll do that next. And, oh, we've got to get more into Kobe things. A couple more things with his passing and his daughter's passing as well. Also, if you didn't know, a, uh, a pretty uh, popular... I think college baseball coach from out in California was one of the people and his family died in that crash as well. We'll get into that next. Nobody's listening to me. Nobody's listening. The return of Demi last night at the Grammys, 7.15 with the morning reboot on Q105. We got some more Grammy thoughts. If you're just tuning in this morning, it's been a busy morning with a lot to talk about, much of which happened in the last, what, I guess, 18 hours or so. Uh, of course, the Grammy started with Alicia Keys um, and others, uh, Lizzo saying, this is for Kobe last night as his death was announced yesterday afternoon, I guess around 3 o'clock or so. His daughter and seven others were killed in a helicopter accident in Calabasas, California. Uh, good morning. It's the morning reboot. Eric Chase and Floyd. This is Q105. Some things coming up. 8.05 this morning, your first national keyword to win the $1,000 payoff. During the 8 o'clock hour, Janet Amid will be here to give you a free astrological reading. And our new sponsor of the show, Jeffrey Mann Fine Jewelers, will be here a little bit after 7.30 to talk about a a very cool Valentine's Day contest we have going on on our website on Q1055.com. 
I uh, gave my thoughts, and I'd appreciate it if you want, because as to not do the monologue all over again, <laughs> please go get the podcast, because yes. we got going with all this about two hours or so ago. Text Eric to 419-240-1055. Uh, my takeaway from yesterday, you know, it's very hard to surprise me, but I did underestimate uh, how many people knew about uh, Kobe Bryant and, and what he was as an NBA player, as uh, a Nike icon, as a, as a father. Mm-hmm. And many more people found that other things yesterday. And I was not close to him, but I knew of him long before most people because he graduated from a high school uh, 20 minutes from me, a year ahead of me, and I watched him say, you know what, I'm not going to stay in Philadelphia and play college basketball. I'm going to go to the NBA. He was originally drafted by the Charlotte Hornets, mm-hmm. and he kind of forced the trade to Los Angeles. And that's where the beginning of his story began. Hmm. Um a tweet struck me yesterday about this, and I w- want to get to that. Uh, but I saw things yesterday that I've never seen. Uh, this was from a very personable NBA coach, and the first 20 seconds of the interview with him, his name is Doc Rivers. He's a coach of the L.A. Clippers, but he he is like the mayor of the NBA. He knows everybody. This this speaks... Th- these words are, are what we all felt. Listen, uh... The point is the silence. It's yeah. 20 or so seconds of that. Um, I've never seen... I was waiting a half an hour into this to get a tweet from Kobe, who had just tweeted the night before, congratulations to LeBron James, right. passing him on the scoring list. We weren't sure. TMZ got the news out there. I'm like, please, Kobe, tweet. Right. And when he didn't... and then I the think conf- you, you, along with a lot of people, were waiting for that right. confirmation, like, hey, guys, I'm good. It was... It had taken over the internet, and if something was wrong, if something had happened wrong, you know, Kobe's not a, a social media savant, but if this were false, he would have let us know. Right. And when he didn't, I, I had that pit in my stomach. Uh, his longtime teammate and at times nemesis and foe, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, mm-hmm. tweeted something, and I've never seen this before. It got one million likes on Twitter. One, there was a one and an M next to the heart. I've never seen that before. I've seen it, but like, I mean, that's that's a testament to who this person was. Like, they were they were essentially coworkers for like. Tw- well, he was on the team for twenty years, right? They were. Yeah, he played his whole career with the Lakers. Shaq was probably there. They were probably together six or seven years. Okay. They won three titles together. Um, they needed one another. They sparred with one another, passive aggressively and aggressively. It was mm. uh, it was rocky at times, and and ultimately Kobe won out, and Shaquille O'Neal got traded, I believe, to the Heat after that, where he mm-hmm. won another title with another name that people know, Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, social media was was ablaze yesterday with so much, um, and I think for the most part. Things were pretty responsible. Uh, there were, I saw WTOL this morning calling out some some false things that came out that his whole family was there. Uh, the NBA canceled games, which they didn't. But for the most part, mm-hmm. I think things were pretty responsible. And I do believe that the NBA should have canceled those games last night. You had players who idolized and were friends with Kobe crying. And I don't think you could have sent... And, and so what? You send people home, you know, hours before the game. Big deal. You know, a legend. One of the... One of the Game's greatest players died. Mm. We'll worry about refunds later. One tweet stood out to me, though, because it, too, got tens of thousands of retweets. Multiple people in my Twitter timeline um, 
spat it out, and it's it's from Vanessa at N E S S V. I couldn't access it this morning because the girl had gone private. But oh, I it, 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 from all the likes and retweets, it must have a quarter of a million likes at this point. Leaving leaving your home and getting back safely is such an underrated blessing. I'm going to read that again. Leaving your home and getting back safely is such an underrated blessing. I replied, but you can't leave your home thinking you're not coming back. That's how you wind up never leaving home and never living. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't you can't leave your house every day and think about all the bad things that could possibly happen to you. It will cripple your ability to live. A blessing is a new job, a friendship, a relationship beating cancer you can't close the door every day and go i hope i make it back it can't be in your head you can't live like that anyway it's like when on a more dramatic and escalated scales like when we'd have like terrorists school shootings or terrorists like when 9-11 happened i remember i remember being like 16 or 17 i'm never flying again i'm not flying i'm like well how are you gonna get to you know how are we gonna get places like you can't live in fear like that or like when school shootings happen i'm never sending my child to school again well no you can't do that you can't live in fear you know what i mean you have to it, you gotta keep pushing on and like i like your reply you just you honestly can't think that way and like we said off air like i'm never getting in a helicopter i've never had a desire to get in a helicopter yeah. this definitely doesn't help it but like if if someone was like hey we have to get from here to here in a helicopter. I'd be like, "All right, you said so." You know what I mean? Like, I, you can't live like that. You can't be because it's going to cripple you, and you're going to miss out on so many great adventures or opportunities. If you're going to think about the blessing of getting home every day as you step out the door, there are hundreds of things that could end your life mm-hmm. in an instant, and you don't need those thoughts. In your head, and, and your thoughts are welcome via text 419 240 1055. It's Eric and Floyd, the morning reboot. To create some perspective, uh, there was some, and we haven't talked about it because I, I don't feel the need to talk. There is some coronavirus panic going on. Mm-hmm. I think 20 people have died. I think. In America or. Globally. Oh, globally. Okay, I think okay, okay. there are some American cases of people coming back from the affected area in China. Mm hmm. There are several thousand, I think, confirmed cases. One, it's very unlikely you're going to die because it's completely treatable. This is, we were dealing with Ebola a handful of years ago. This is not something to panic over. I tweeted something out last night. If 1,000 people die globally from the coronavirus, there's a lot of people, and I hope it's not the people listening to the show, you will be terrified in panic. Kind of like that meme you showed mm-hmm. me. Anytime somebody coughs, a thousand people, yeah. two hundred fifty thousand people die every year from the flu. I will say we have our epidemic here with the flu. You know what I mean? Every every year, that many people die from the flu. In another way, um, twenty people have died. Mm-hmm. Uh, one hundred thirty people every day kill themselves. Mm-hmm. So since the since this coronavirus has happened. Maybe nearly a thousand people have ended their own lives. So, don't panic and don't leave your house every day hoping to come home. And we brought measles back, y'all. Like, you know, there's there's so much out there, and like not to just like pull a blanket over it, but just to reiterate, you you honestly can't live like that. I know we all go through stuff, and you know it's a, it's a means of coping, but you you got to keep pushing, even in your darkest day, and your when your shadows cover you more than light, you have to 
fight your way to find a flashlight or something to help you see light again. You you cannot live in fear. And I want to say, you cannot, 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 cannot live in fear. And that was when Pulse happened. I know in our gay community, I'm going to speak for myself personally. I was like, damn, I work in a nightclub. I can't live in fear. Are these thoughts in my head? Yeah, but I can't let them overtake me because this can happen anywhere. This happened when I'm at Kroger. You know, it can happen anywhere. I so. remember 9-11. The, the, the phrase was, you know, when you stop living, they win. Yeah. 725 at the morning reboot. Fine or not fine with Jeffrey Mann Fine Jewelers. New sponsor to the show is on the way. 736. Welcome to the morning reboot. Uh, we're glad you're here with us. If you missed anything we've discussed so far about the Grammys and uh, Kobe Bryant, you can catch up on the podcast and we get that posted before 10 o'clock this morning. Text Eric to 419-240-1055. Floyd, I did not forget about the Manic Music Mix. Has anyone helped? No. All right, then. <laughs> no, we just got <laughs> Jonas Brothers and Jonas Brothers. Okay, well, we'll get there. Uh, we have some guests in the studio. As I mentioned, we have a brand new sponsor on the show, Jeffrey Mann Fine Jewelers. And Jeff is here for a couple of reasons. I can call you Jeff, right? Absolutely. Good morning. And Kareen, right? Yes. Okay, Yay. Jeff and Kareen from Jeffrey Mann Fine Jewelers here for a couple of reasons. One, thank you for being a sponsor of the show. Hey, we love it, so how could we not? I guess that yes. means our our interview back at Coach for Kids went well. We, uh, we <laughs> had a blast with you guys. That's why we're we back did. here. We so much fun. That. It was. Jeff is also here because we, if you don't know, have a contest going on for Valentine's Day on our website right now, q1055.com. It's a one-carat round diamond solitaire ring set in 14-carat gold value. Valued at over three grand. Jeff, can you put that into idiot terms for me, please? So, <laughs> hey, enter the contest, win a great ring, get engaged, and we make it easy for you. Or keep it for yourself if you're single like me. Uh- Absolutely. That would, that would work. Treat yourself. <laughs> Propose to yourself in a mirror. 5247 <laughs> Monroe Street, JeffreyManFindJewelers.com. And what's different about... Um, Jeffrey Mann is the man-made diamonds. It's a fun play on words, but we also, I remember from when we talked about it back in December, you don't have to wait 30,000 years for a diamond, right? (laughs) Great, great memory. So the reality of it is diamonds have always come out of the earth. They've been mined diamonds. And technology has caught up with geology, and a diamond can be created in a laboratory that's 100% a diamond. It's a real diamond. It's just less expensive, so the consumer wins by being able to get a bigger diamond for a whole lot less money. If I, uh, if you gave me one that came from the Earth 40,000 years ago that was on a T-Rex, that'd be millions of years. Dinosaur diamonds? <laughs> yes, dinosaur diamond and man-made diamond. Granted, I'm no jewelry expert, but would, a, would a, someone seeking a ring for Valentine's Day be able to tell the difference? So honestly, trained professional can't see a difference or tell a difference because there isn't a difference. It's 100% a diamond. So that's the thing for me when I started doing this was being able to wrap my head around the fact that it's really a diamond. Uh, some other things going on for Valentine's Day, diamond stud earrings, one carat, um, under 1600 one and a half carats under twenty six hundred. Um, spend under twenty five hundred dollars on a one carat solitaire diamond engagement ring for Valentine's Day. If you can't win on our website, q1055.com. Um, do you mind if we have some fun now? Oh, let's do it. Okay, Jeffrey, dum, dum, dum. Jeffrey Mann, Fine Jewelers, uh, Jeff and Kareen here with us. We'd like to play. Are you? Uh, 
Concern, Kareen? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> her I don't know. The, the look on her face, she's like, what? It's early. <laughs> I promise you, no one has ever left this studio that I know of that has said to uh, who has ever brought them in here, I'm never going back there ever again. <laughs> We'd like to play fine or not fine. Okay. Pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Floyd and I will throw some things out, and you will we'll go back and forth with you guys. You'll have to say fine or not fine. Simple etiquette things. Can we win a diamond? From yourself, yes, out of your own inventory. You can win this pin. (laughs) So, Jeff, first one. Fine or not fine? Christmas tree up through January. Not fine. Easy, right? Lay up. Floyd? Oh, I got to play too? Yeah. Oh, do you have? Oh, I have some. Okay. All right. Putting ice cubes in milk. Not fine. I'm with you on that one. Not fine. Uh Uh-uh. Jeff? 11 items in the 10 item self checkout line with me standing behind you. Fine. Oh. Uh, not fine. Not who's, fine. Count, who's counting? I'm counting. I'm the self checkout Nazi. Sorry, Beth. I'm the self checkout Israeli Defense Force. Floyd, I got next. that joke. I did. Next up. All right. So this one is on a play on jewels. Here we go. Fine or not fine. For Aladdin to go into the Cave of Wonders to steal a lamp for Jafar with all the jewelry around him. Not fine. I'm in the not fine category. Stealing, stealing. Mm, I like that. Uh, Fine or not fine, Jeff Kareen. Emojis in work emails. Not fine. Not fine. Yeah, I think I'm on the not fine (laughs) category. Not fine. (laughs) Floyd, you got another one? I do, I do, I do. Talking to someone on speakerphone in public. Not fine. It's something that Jeff does do. Oh, really? Are you ready? That makes it fine. Wait, out. You do? So you get old oh. and you don't hear quite as well on your phone, so speakerphone works My mom, my really mom well. does it too and oh, I'm just like, mom. me crazy. No one else cares about your conversation. Yeah. I don't care. I need to hear. That's what she does. Next up, oh. I think this one is also a, a layup. Jeff, chocolate for Valentine's Day, fine or not fine? Diamonds, fine. Chocolates, not fine. <laughs> not fine. Not fine. Not fine. Okay, okay. I like her. All right, I got one more. Okay. Making the bed. Not fine. Fine. Oh. Look, oh. Male versus female. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there it is. There it is. La- last one. Uh, fine or not fine. Parking in a handicapped spot. Oh. Definitely when, not fine. When you are not handicapped. Or disabled. Oh, not fine. Always, not fine. Not fine. Never fine. I'm, I'm Never a speaker fine. studio yep. for that one. Don't not you fine. dare. How about, par- I was at the, the Panera last night on airport. Parking in the five-minute parking section when you're not there for five minutes? No. Not fine? Not okay. fine. Depends yeah. if your watch is working. I'm with him. I'm like, well. My five minutes may be different than her uh, five minutes. Thank you guys very much for sponsoring Thanks, the show. Uh, Valentine's Day, the countdown is on some great jewelry that you can pick up with Jeffrey Mann Fine Jewelers. Please follow them on Facebook and Instagram, jeffreymanfinejewelers.com. And good luck trying to win that $3,000 14-karat gold diamond solitaire ring on our website, q1055.com. Q105 Traffic, sponsored by Max Auto. 
Probably the biggest star of the night as far as award winners goes. Billie Eilish, four wins last night in the biggest categories at the Grammy. 7.54 on the morning reboot. Good morning. Welcome to the show. If you've missed any of it, we've had a lot so far, including already a bunch about the Grammys, the death of Kobe Bryant. Uh, our new sponsor just visited with us, and at 8.05, we'll give you your first national keyword of the day to win the $1,000 payoff. Um... Floyd, I'll get to what upset you in one second. Did no. this did this irk you? No, I don't need a jacket. So yes. Yeah. Camila Cabello was teased at singing to someone she loves. Her dad. Yeah. This is first man. We were tease baited. We both kind of raised an eyebrow um, when the Prince tribute, the Prince medley, featured Usher. I raised a deep eyebrow, and then it started. And then I was like, oh, this isn't bad. And I think we text each other at the same time. I think the second song, what was the second song? Was it Dove's Cry? Because it started off with whatever. Whatever second song it went into, I think we both text each other like, and this is why no one should ever try to do a Prince tribute. And then it had a weird Michael Jackson dance break in the middle, like full-on Michael Jackson moves. I go, wrong artist. Usher has not aged real well in pop culture. And I don't mean it as far as physically. I was like, he looked good last night. Not as far as his appearance. But like for people that love Billie Eilish, like Usher is irrelevant. Oh, for sure. I I thought the same thing. I thought to do a Prince tribute, I would have got someone bigger, older. Not even older, maybe... Maybe have Lizzo sing When Doves Cry. Or, like, someone more, like, in that vein of, like, who's hot now. Like, maybe Little Nas X, get Ariana Grande up there. They just do, like, a quick teeny bopper, young mm-hmm. Prince Medley. But to his respect, he did he did decent. It started off good. But then after that second song, I was like, okay, we don't need a mini concert, Usher. Hush. Little Nas X won two Grammys last night. Uh, Billie Eilish won four. Lizzo was also a big winner for the evening as well. And then I think this happened before the show. There's a lot of before the show stuff. Uh, Diddy went off, and rightfully so. I've tightly edited this. Pre-Grammy show. Pre-Grammy yeah. awards. So like, yeah, I think The Clive Davis party. Yes. Saturday um, night. Diddy had to get some things off of his chest. And again, I, I've edited some things out and, and edited uh, this to for him to get to his point. But there's something I need to say to the Grammys. Y'all be killing us, man. Man, I'm talking about the pain. I'm speaking for all the artists here, the producers, the executives. The t- amount of time that it takes to make these records, to pour your heart out into it, and you just want an even playing field. For most of us, this is all we got. This is our only hope. Truth be told, hip hop has never been respected by the Grammys. Black music has never been respected by the Grammys to the point that it should be. That's the first time I can remember him speaking out uh, socially so strongly. I, I cannot say that I do not not agree with him. Like I, oh, I agree. I, for Tyler, to, for Tyler the Creator to be early on in the show at the Grammys. And you, you know what? You know what's kind of sad. They do it because it's what the advertisers want, not because there's genuine changes with the Grammys and the Academy. And I know we talked about that earlier, but Dr. Beck. And then when he got his award, he kind of was just like, "I don't know why I got this award." And I didn't really understand because I don't know him as an artist. I just, I'm, 
I'm that consumer who watches the Grammys. I'm not a huge hip-hop fan, but I do have some hip-hop rap artists that I like. But I'm also that person, like, he was nominated probably because he was black. You know what I mean? Oh, he was but, deserving. But but no, no. But then, like, when he said, I don't know why I deserve this award, I was like, of course you do, because you're a rap artist. But then listening to his music, he's so much more than that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where he was coming from in his speech. So I had to quickly educate myself within, like, a five-minute, five, five to 15-minute time span. There are other esoteric or, like, unconventional artists mm-hmm. who are on the Grammys. But for that type of artist to come from mostly a hip-hop background mm-hmm. was kind of surprising to me, and it shows you how far the Grammys have oh, come. Oh, for sure. And again, it's for the advertisers, not necessarily because the Academy wants it, uh, because at the end of the day, that is a television show. <laughs> Say that again. That is a television show. Beyonce's concert special Homecoming won Best Music Film. Michelle Obama is now a Grammy winner. Best spoken word album for the audio version of her book. Uh, neither were there last night. Uh, we play uh, uh, this, this a lot to start the show, and now this, and this. Oh, not that. And this. That's Gary Clark Jr. The third song is the song he did last night. One, two, this. The, no, the... Yeah, he, that's the song he performed this last night. Gary Clark Jr. is... Um, part rock and blues, part hip hop, and he won, I believe, three last night. Three and Nipsey Hussle, whose name we talked about during his death, uh, died last March at 33. Won his first Grammy for "Racks in the Middle," which took Best Rap Performance. Other than that, there are a lot of names you don't know. But again, the the big night was for Billie Eilish, winning mm. four at 18 years old. And Phineas. And Phineas. And Phineas. But I would say this. I like. I said. I put on my Twitter. I'll give the Grammys eight out of ten. They were actually. I felt like old school Grammys. Like when I would wake up the next day and run to high, run to school and talk to my friends. Like, did you see so and so perform? I felt like that, but I don't have friends to run and talk to about it. But all in all, it was a good show. There weren't really dreadful performances. Like even. Not a huge Billie Eilish fan. Love Bad Guy, but like the song she chose to perform. When the party's over. I can get why people. Her voice is amazing. Like, the tone of her voice. I was like, damn, bitch, you can really sing. But just the fluidity of that song, just not for me. 805, your first national keyword of the day to win the $1,000 payoff. And our friend Janet Amid is here. Free astrological readings also on the way. Q105 Studios, sponsored by... 814, welcome to the Morning Reboot today. Uh, your national keyword to text and win a $1,000 payoff is PLAY. Text P-L-A-Y to 95819. Good morning, it's Q105. We've hit Grammys, the tragedy with COVID, uh, Kobe Bryant, all to get to. If you've missed it, please grab the podcast. Text Eric to 419-240-1055. If you're here now, you're in time for our astrologer, our psychic, our psychological assistance, Janet Amid. Good morning, dear. You're so funny. Hi. Hi. I was just devastated by the loss of Kobe Bryant. I was so... Everybody was. Oh, I just... um, I was in the middle of a phone concert. I hope they're not listening. And I was reading my phone. I was just like... I I went into complete shock. It's sadly another one of those times where we're all going to remember where we were. 
We've already got some people lined up to get a free reading from Janet. Call in, get in line, we'll put you on hold. Uh, In general, where are we on Monday, January 27th in the astrological world? Well, the sun is in the sign of Aquarius. We have some good aspects going on right now. We have Mars, the planet of energy. If anyone goes on my Facebook, I wrote this little article about how Mars is in fire, a fire sign, and Venus, which is the planet of relationships, is in Pisces. So that can create a little bit of a conflict going on right. in terms of relationships, money, if you're spending money on impulsive gambling, things. I'd just be really careful because this is a really intense, profound aspect. But otherwise, things are good. We don't have a lot of retrogrades till good. February the 16th. Okay. All right. Floyd, line one or three first? Line one. Line one. Who we have? I think it's Josh. Josh? Josh. It's our Josh, I believe. Good morning. Our is it Josh? Our Josh? You're not asking about I'm a, good. You're not asking about a relationship, are you? Because we love that woman. No, I love her too. What do you got for us? What's I'm your question? calling about career. Okay. Well, haven't you been feeling a lot of like a need for a change for the last year yes. and a half, two years? It's been really hitting you heavy. And the last time this took place was would have been about 10 years ago, 09, 2010, and 2011. So all these years later, you're starting to feel that, that itch again. There's that need to make another change. That's what's going on with you right now. You definitely are the type of person, I love your work ethics, I definitely see a little anxiety with you. You draw people into your life very easily. Uh, Your communication is your skill. That's who you are. And I feel like you're amazing at that. There's no question. And you're more of a leader Mm -hmm. than you are a follower. So I do see that very much so. But I do see that that need, and and this is an impulse. This is something that's been going on for a good year, two years at least, where you've been having that need Mm -hmm. to make a change. Now, my suggestion would be, if you're going to make a change, it would be between March through July is when things start really popping for you and things start coming together if not then then probably more towards the end of the year like around october through the the beginning of the year 2021 okay but i wish you luck with it i think anything you do you'll do well so i just want to let you know that you you. know that you've done so so far but i wish you luck thanks josh thank you uh let's hop over to line three rebecca hi rebecca thanks for calling the morning reboot on q105 what's your question for janet amid uh relationship how long have you two been together? Well, this is a new potential. This isn't Oy. totally solid. But. Okay, so it's somebody brand new in your life. So you're just kind of asking yeah. about. Well, you are, you know, you're a Leo, right? So that's a given. And yeah. this other person is a Sag. And the interesting thing about Sagittarius men, they they fight for their freedom a lot. Usually men that are Sagittarians um, don't like to be boxed in. It's imperative for them to do what they want when they want to do it. They don't like to have people telling them what to do. Now, this person... I think is difficult. It's a, it's a woman, by the a way. A woman, whatever. Woman, man, whatever. It's all in the same situation astrologically. But I would say she would be somebody who her delivery is terrible. She's a workaholic. She should work for herself because she's very driven in terms of her motivation. She has had some bad bad relationships as far as that goes in the last year or so, maybe a little longer. So she's in a really difficult phase. But man, she has a hard time letting go of people. 
people. She hangs on forever. But I would probably say that um, as far as compatibility goes, yeah, there's a lot of attraction, a lot of chemistry. Both of you have to work on your expressions to each other. I call it the delivery because both of you struggle with that. You're quite intense yourself. I can see that in terms of how you are. Your humor is funny, and I think she's attracted to that with you. And she loves the fact that you are somebody who also likes space. But I'll tell you something. The minute you saw her, your relationship sign and her moon are connected. That's a bond that connects two people together. It's really strong. It's workable because you both are kind of intense. But I feel like that intensity can work in your favor. Okay. Good luck. Thanks, Let me Rebecca. know how it goes. Uh, more calls if you want to hop in. 419-240-1055. We'll get to you shortly. Also, your national keyword to text and win the $1,000 payoff. You have until 825. Text PLAY, P-L-A-Y, to 95819. Janet, did you watch the Grammys last night? I didn't. I All was right. working. We have uh, a very good song from a core pop artist to play for you. Yay. She was so moved, she had to uh, she had to restart it last night. Aw. We'll do that next on The Morning Reboot. Q105 Traffic, sponsored by Max Auto. With hundreds of right car, right price, right now. Cloudy and 35, today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. We are at... 33, right now in Point Place. More calls with Janet. Eric Chase and the fam are the morning reboot, only on Q105. 825, good morning and welcome to the show. 419-240-1055 is how you can get in. You can also text the show with that same number. And if you've missed what we've discussed so far with the Grammys and the death of Kobe Bryant, it hits hits close to me in a, a couple of different ways. Um... You can text Eric to 419-240-1055 to get the podcast. Song-free, commercial-free, posted for 10 o'clock. I think we're going to go to line six. I think it's Denise. Denise, is that you? No, Denise is line four. Okay, who's six? Six, we have Shelly. Shelly. Hi, Shelly. Thank you for holding on. What's your question for Janet? Hi, I just had some career, a career question. Okay, go ahead. Just had twins and um, just trying to figure out what to do because it's kind of a standstill. I'm not working. Oh, wow. So are you thinking about what to go into? I mean, is that what you're looking at? <clears throat> I mean, are, do you, do you, is that what your question is? Because you're coming into oh, a state. Just everything is just shaking up, you know, like relationship. Career, oh, I know. I see that. Just- Everything is just- <laughs> well, your choices in life haven't always been the best, but obviously, congratulations on the twins. I'm, I'm happy for that for you. Um, but I do feel bad because I can see that you're kind of going through a lot trying to juggle everything, and suddenly you're kind of thrown into this whirlwind and like, where do I go from here? So, what I would probably suggest with you is obviously take a little time to discover what it is you need. Your gift is really sort of communication. I feel like you have, you have an analytical political side but you also have this fiery fun social you know connected side too so your temperament's wonderful but emotionally you sort of struggle you have a, had a lot of I would say you've had a hard way to go grow, growing up I saw a lot of stuff with your mother so I did see that that jumped off my page so I wanted to let you know that does that make sense um well we're pretty we're pretty good besties I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with your sense of responsibility obligation. There's a lot of that. I never had any responsibility. Oh, I'm going to spoil Brett. 
Oh, so now you're and, so and you, now that I'm an adult, <laughs> yeah, it's throwing at you. Well, the thing is, is that career-wise, work in a field of communication, business. I think you'd be great with that. You have a really good skill for marketing, things like that. You also would be good in HR, human resources, working in the health field. But I really like you more in the business, something creative and artsy. So once you start once you start deciding what it is you want to do, give me a call and we can kind of go from there to maybe get you into something that would be really good astrologically. I would say definitely communication of any field. That that's where you you're good at. So give us a call later, okay? All right, thank you. Thanks very much. Uh, line 4 is Denise. Denise. Hi Denise, thanks for holding on. What's your question for Janet on Q105? Relationship. Are you with somebody right now, honey? No. Okay, so you're you 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 went through sort I'm a of widow. I'm so sorry. Uh, you called before, didn't you? I think you did. I did. Yeah, and you, now you haven't met anybody so far because obviously, I I think sometimes pretty much don't leave my house. So. Yeah. Well, mm. you're not going to meet somebody if you don't leave your house. I mean, you have to get yourself out there. What I started to say is you're probably still grieving. You're one of these people that you know you're Scorpio, and Scorpios are very every sign has its good and bad. Well, the thing with Scorpio, I don't even think it's bad. I never look at I think really bad is that they're very intense and they hold on to things for a long time. You have the optimistic outlook on life mentally. You don't feel that way emotionally. So your emotions and your thoughts are not always in sync, especially when you're grieving. See what I mean? You're trying to remain positive. You're trying to remain, you know, strong, but that's not necessarily how you feel inside. Now I will say this. Sometimes I always tell my my clients this, the stars can do so much. It's not just about the planet and what you're born it's also your psychology and if your psychology says i'm still grieving i can't get myself out there yeah you're not going to meet anybody i don't care how good it looks in your chart you've got to get yourself out there a little bit even if it's just little steps at a time okay but i definitely see you in another committed relationship and i think we talked before and i said i could see you getting married even because i see that way down the road and that would be like in 2023 2024 ish so you know we'll see i'm usually pretty correct about this stuff so we'll see what happens but I can't do all the work you have to work with it okay okay thank you I Thanks, wish Denise. you luck you have an amazing chart though I love your perseverance good luck 419-240-1055 you want some uh, want some more sage wisdom from, from this person definitely life is a game of poker not blackjack even with a bad hand you can still win the game that's right strategy I was gonna say sorry one time, a great philosopher told me, I'm caught in a bad romance. Mm. Q105. <laughs> I've been listening. The return to the stage of Demi Lovato last night, and she'll do it again next week for the Star Spangled Banner at the Super Bowl. That was last night from the Grammys. Demi Lovato, anyone on Q105. I love her so much. I love her. I love her so much. She is so good. Oh, I love her. I think she's a class act. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She really is. She's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. I like her. Um, I appreciate, you know, me. I always say, I appreciate when people are who they are, and she's yeah. truly authentic. Yeah. Obviously, you can tell in that song. Um, not embarrassed about who or what she is. Uh, it's Eric and Floyd. Our friend Janet Amit is here, our intuitive forecaster. We have two calls left to get to. Four or one? Oh, let's go with whoa. I I think we have Cassidy or Colleen. Four is Colleen. I went one. Cassidy. Cassidy. Hi, Cassidy. Hold on. (laughs) Good morning. 
Hello. What's your question for Janet Amid? Relationships, just where it's going. You sound very deep or very stressed. Whichever, which is it? Are you feeling kind of like a, a stressed place in your life right now? Yes. Yeah. Is it because of the relationship situation? Because from what I can tell, you have a cancer rising sign and you're a Leo. So Leos are usually, it's interesting that Leos are kind of going through a lot of changes right now with themselves. Love can be one of them. But one of the things that I do see is you have to work on your delivery sometimes when it comes to love. You know, you have a hard time expressing how you feel. You're very much of a romantic, but sometimes that that Virgo moon of yours can be very critical and very intense. You see what I mean? So I think you sort of like have this wonderful creative flair when it comes to how you love, but then at the same time that energy can sort of like um, vaporize because of that moon in Virgo. This relationship, is this a guy? Yes. Okay. He does have a really, you guys have a lot of chemistry, but he's really big when it comes to his need to have his space because he has a lot of Sagittarius in his chart. Well, two things. And it shows that he's an optimistic talker. This guy can sell snow to an Eskimo, seriously. Um, and there's a, there, seriously, he, and he's really emotional. He has a lot of, um, I don't know what. Chutzpah. What, chutzpah. He does. He has a lot of intensity. Guys have chemistry, but I don't think it's the best situation because he doesn't know how to relate to you the way you want him to. And your social interests might be very, very different. Though you do feel a sense of connection here I would not say it's the best relationship for you because mentally you might not be on the same page but there's a lot of appeal and a lot of attraction and he's just coming out of something like 2018 was a rough year for him so what Cassidy you're you're whispering if things aren't okay say Babadook does this make sense? Does this make sense to you? It does. Yeah. He's interesting enough. I mean, he definitely is full of a lot of fire. So he's a go-getter. And you're sort of a sort of a sedate person until people get to know you. Then you really come out of your shell. But I do feel right. like it's workable. It's workable. But I think you both have to work on sort of just kind of easing into it. Don't go full blast in the beginning. Okay? Good luck. All right. Thank you. Babadook. Oh, great movie. Oh, boy. Last call of the day on Q105. Who do we have? This is Colleen. Colleen. Hi, Colleen. Make it a good question. Yeah, and have some some vigor in your voice. (laughs) Huh? No, we're fine. Okay. What do you got? You want to know about career, and you're a Capricorn. Capricorns are are climbers. They want to climb to the top of the heap to get to where they want to be. They make good therapists, teachers, politicians, all those things. So you are definitely a I need to learn about life type of person. Need to work on your money. I'm surprised you didn't ask me about money because sometimes when it comes to how you handle money, it's not always the best. I think you're overly generous with everybody but yourself. I see you as very generous. Um, but you, does it make sense? It does make sense. I'm actually going through a divorce that I've been struggling through for the past three years. Yeah, I'm so sorry. And I'm going to school. And I just started a new career, so... You sound like you're sure making the right decision. Let me tell you something. Don't be sad because sometimes without with you know, you have to let go to grow. And with and Carl Yoon once said, without pain there can never be mo- there can never be um, there can never be consciousness. So because you're going through a lot, it's suddenly waking you up to reality. This is a good thing. So don't be afraid of that. You haven't even gone through the first chapter of your life, which doesn't even hit till this March. Then you begin a new chapter in your life. March through July 
it's great. And then December 2020 through 2023, you're going to skyrocket. And the next person you get into a relationship with is going to be ethnic, has sort of an ethnicity, Italian, Greek, German, whatever. And I feel like that person is going to be the one that's going to take you to where you want to be. And you're eventually going to move out of the area. So... Mm. I wouldn't worry about this. I think that you're just coming into a new phase of your life. It's scary, but it's exciting. And you have to put a different spin on it. You really do. Don't be sad about yeah. all this. Sometimes when we have a divorce or breakup, been there, it's like it's a death. And it feels really awful. But sometimes through that death can be growth. Remember that. You had to um, go... Th- you ha- Go ahead. An awakening for me because it was such a toxic marriage. Well, you had to go that through this one to get to the next end. person. You had to go to this yeah. one to go to the next person. And you've got to look at it that way. Put a different spin on it. And start being a little more positive about your life. Because you have some good things coming up. You that really sounds do. like counseling. Well, she she's... she's she, yeah. Counseling well, is totally fine. Yeah. We all need an objective here. We do. And I and I, I yeah. love the fact that you're at least aware of the fact that this was painful. Good for you. Because, you know, you're not in denial. So I, I give you a lot of credit. Good luck, honey. Thanks, Colleen. All right. Thank you. Nice girl. Here to help. 843 with the morning reboot. Um, 11.05 is your chest, your next national keyword to win the $1,000 payoff. We'll get, to, uh, we'll get to the signs before we wrap up today. <laughs> 54 on Q105, the morning reboot. It's been a very busy show today. Thank you for uh, the time you spend listening to this show or catching up with the podcast. Text Derek to 419-240-1055 for it. It's music free, commercial free, and free free. The podcast. You ever, you ever get the podcast? No, but I need to get it. You do. You send me one. You, uh, I will send we you the We should do a link. podcast together. About what? Like readings and Life. signs? Yeah. Uh, it's... Monday, January 27th. All things look clear. No retrogrades. We have, well, we have things going on. Mars and uh, Sagittarius, Venus and Pisces. It's a little crazy, fiery, but it's a good aspect. Okay. We are, uh, we're ready to hit the signs here. We'll begin with Aries. Aries. Most Aries by nature are impetuous, somewhat unconstrained. Generally, their first instinct is to fast forward without stopping to consider the consequences. However, during this week, a sudden desire to become more in tuned as well as become more aware. Good week to pull back and pay attention. Taurus. Taurus. Interestingly enough, most Taurians by nature are rather laid back and somewhat low-key. However, during this time, you find yourself stepping a bit out of your inner circle. Time to circulate, be more creative. Love matters can take you by surprise this week. Gemini. Gemini! Your instincts this week are telling you that all is well in the workforce, though sometimes change can be a bit scary. Much of this depends on your perception, your reality. The week ahead opens its door to new possibilities as you find yourself a bit more receptive with some of the changes, specifically work and home cancer. For most Cancerians, a shift in your finances can be stressful because you're all about money, security, and all that good stuff. However, hopefully the Sun and Aquarius will help to shake things up a bit for the better. Your approach with partners, personals, most business-related tend to be a little bit more realistic. Excellent week to work through how to express yourself and not to internalize. Leo. Leo. An interesting aspect for you is the transiting sun migrates in your partnership house. This particular transit allows you a better platform to work from. 
specifically with regards to partnerships, personal or work. Specifically, as the sun opposes your natal sun, you begin to look at partnerships from a different angle. Virgo. Virgo. For most of you Virgos out there, the week ahead looks favorable as you forge ahead of making changes that will only promote positive growth on your part. Your area of friendships may undergo a complete transition as you begin to pull away from responsibilities and obligations, leaving you a less overwhelmed. Money-related matters may start to become less stressful. Uh, Libra. Libra. Your efforts this week are recognized and well accepted as most of the planets in transit enhance your inner circle. This week opens its way to much-awaited opportunities. Jupiter in sync to your sun brings situations into focus. Partnerships look interesting while money-related matters start on a more positive path. Scorpio. Scorpio. Relationships can be an issue as well as unsettling as transiting sun transiting in Aquarius brings unpredictability into your work and home life. Therefore, be clear not only of your actions, but also be aware of your reactions. Take time before jumping to conclusions with friends. Do not assume. Sagittarius. Sagittarius. You may find yourself more lighthearted and airy this week as the sun in Aquarius accents your own sign. The transit not only enhances a more positive outlook, it promotes a newfound friendship on a higher level. In addition, you find yourself a little bit more introspective than you Usual. Use this keen awareness to gain insight. Uh, Capricorn. Capricorn. This is a good week to focus on clear communication skills. Also with the transiting sun in the air. Sign of Aquarius. Encourages positive growth in areas of work and health. In addition, Pluto continuing in your own sign lends power and productivity. Aquarius. Aquarius. Stabilize your finances this week. Allow yourself the opportunity to really buckle down and focus on your given priorities. Also, major influences in your own sign merely enhance what it is you already have your area of home is strong and stable only serves to remind you that family and friends are a strong source of support pisces uh-oh pisces astrologically speaking you may find yourself feeling a bit more grounded pluto and capricorn continues to balance your own sign the sun and aquarius transiting the hidden sector of your chart brings forth the need to replenish and clear out aspects of the past let go of negative aspects and start afresh if anyone would like to get a hold of me at the office, the number is 419-882-5510-419-882-5510, janetamid.com or janetamid at aol.com. And March 29th, Psychic Event, Mommy Pinnacle, mark it down, save the date. We have psychics, vendors, good food, a lot of Arabic food there. Tasty sweets. Stuff. Oh my God, you have to show up. It's mm. going to be amazing. March yes, 29th, okay. Sunday. I've never said Pinnacle. it before. You might not know, but hopefully, well, now you'll know, or, or maybe you could just figure this out but uh, when you call Janet for a reading it doesn't go by in 60 seconds like we do here we no. make it quicker for radio purposes you yeah. get a full in-depth reading when you hit yes. Janet up yes very very strong influence and also you're allowed to record it so you could fall back on whatever inf- information I give you you could record it on your phone yeah like and fact I, checking yeah I always tell people please record it because I have a lot of information to give I talk 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 for about 30 minutes to an hour whatever uh, thanks to Jeffrey Man Fine Jewelers uh-huh. our new show sponsor mm-hmm. oh he's amazing yeah. Jeffrey is so I love Jeffrey and I love Corinne I like Jeff a lot um, we're glad to have him on as a sponsor there's a contest for a $3,000 ring from Jeff on our website, q1055.com. I want it. He's the best stuff. Go, go for it. Have you I've, been in his store? I'm not a jewelry person. Oh my God. I, I'm not really either, but I love his stuff. But everyone needs like one this piece of jewelry. This is made in Israel. Huh? I think everyone just needs that one piece of statement in jewelry. Honey, I have so many statements, it's not funny. Yeah. My statements come out of my mouth. My statement comes from music like Tina Turner, Janet. Oh, I love her. Here we go. I love, you know how you <laughs> shake your shoulders? <laughs> 
love Tina Turner. Um, She's one of my favorite people. I love, love, love her. I had some very strong thoughts about the Kobe Bryant situation, some things I underestimated. Floyd's thoughts on the Grammys. Today is definitely a day. If you've never before to grab the podcast, text Eric to 419-240-1055. Q105 Studios, sponsored by...